Thank you for joining me today. This is Colin Hamilton, Commodities Analyst at BMO Capital Markets. And welcome to our short Metals Matters podcast where we highlight the key things you need to know in global metals and mining this week. I really have to start this week with China's power situation given that 20 provinces and counting are now under some form of rationing. It's been suggested to me a lot that it is all to do with a lack of coal. Well, certainly domestic coal's inability to ramp up safely to meet China's power needs has played a major role, but it takes two to tango, and the situation simply would not have happened without strong demand. Beijing has undoubtedly been surprised by the strength in electricity needs, particularly from the residential sector, and this is creating all sorts of dilemmas for policymakers. I mean, I could talk for hours on this alone. At the local level, there's a campaign underway to reduce electricity wastage, but at the end of the day, larger steps need to be taken to keep the lights on. And this comes at a time of year when energy demand for heating in the north of China starts to pick up. Policymakers will want to avoid coal burn for domestic heating at all costs, both to save it for the utilities and, of course, to curb particular emissions ahead of the Winter Olympics. And hence, China is a buyer of natural gas at any price at present. Very rare to see a China-led energy rally. We're definitely seeing one now. We're also seeing non-power coal consumers such as cement plants, fertilizer manufacturers and coal to chemical producers forced to reduce output with cement prices now at an all-time high in China. Indeed, we've even seen lower-grade metallurgical coal push into the thermal coal market, which makes absolutely no economic sense, but it does highlight that power is more strategic than steel at present. The forthcoming week-long National Day holiday may ease the pressure on utilities slightly, but we expect industrial rationing to persist for the rest of the year over and above winter cuts for pollution reasons. The impact on commodities such as aluminium and ferroalloys is pretty well known, but given China is a major supplier of certain materials to the global economy such as silicon, gallium, magnesium, rare earths, we see a pretty strong likelihood that further disruption to global value chains, or put simply, China will be shipping less stuff to global markets over the coming months, and that will further add to inflation pressure on the consumer. Talking about inflation, a variety of central banks have either started to remove a common monetary policy, or at least embark on that journey. Brazil has hiked rates five times now, Norway's now moved, and both the Bank of England and the European Central Bank have implied an earlier than expected taper. The big one remains the Federal Reserve and whose latest release came on the hawkish side of consensus. BMO Economics team notes that the latest FOMC gave advance notage of tapering soon, pointed to an earlier rate hike, and increased the inflation outlook to above 2% through 2024. While we don't expect any sort of taper tantrum to lead to dramatic gold impacts in perhaps the same way it did in 2013, and that's partly owing to the fact that central banks themselves own so much more of the bond market this time round, The less loose stance being taken has seen 10-year yields revert to the upward grinding trend that's been in place since the middle of last year. Even though negative real yields should prevent rapid macroasset reallocation away from commodities, caution towards precious metals is justified, at least until the taper has taken place. This week, we released our latest commodity price update. And to be honest, it is an extremely difficult time to look into the crystal ball given all the moving parts on both supply and demand. After all, supply constraints are inhibiting economic potential all over the place and distorting the usual demand cycles. And you can add to that the uncertainty over China property, whatever grand aftershock still to come as developers delever. 
demand does lead commodity price cycles and we expect many of those under our coverage to struggle to maintain current price levels over the coming months. Thus, we'd be looking for opportunities around those commodities not currently at highs and with positive longer term fundamentals or those where there is no clear near term solution to supply constraints. We'd say the PGM sell-off has been overdone with China set to hoover up all the available inventory, leading to short market tightening as global autos recover. Cobalt has been the lagging battery raw material in recent months, but with Chinese raw material inventories now looking low, uh, we would anticipate upside through year-end. And nickel, well, it's already at the top of the range we feel comfortable with, but given Chinese stainless bars are likely to stock up in material, given there's a potential for an Indonesian levy on nickel pig iron exports from the 1st of January, we see that as well supported as well. If we think of things like met coal and and aluminium, we certainly don't expect them to maintain current price levels for a prolonged period of time. However, we also don't see any conspicuous way either supply or the Chinese government can solve the problem for the remainder of 2021 at least. Thus, we see margins remaining at levels well above equilibrium norms. Finally, this is the last podcast before LMA Week 2021 kicks off, with a mixture of in-person events in London and virtual seminars held during the week of October the 11th. And of course, the pinnacle of any LMA Week is the BMO Research Seminar. We'll be hosting this virtually at 9.30am Eastern or 2.30pm UK time on Tuesday, October the 12th. This will cover our views into 2022 and we'll include a presentation on Trafigura's view of the metals world so please mark your diaries and ask us for the invite link if you haven't received it. I'd expect some of the key topics of discussion at LME to be China's power problems of course, the difficulties in getting material to end users with logistics challenges, whether the annual copper treatment and refining charge contract will rise for the first time in six years, Indonesia's growing dominance of nickel value chain and the impact of LME warehouse queues in aluminium. If you're in London for LMA Week, please do let us know. Thank you once more for listening. Indeed, such has been the success of Metal Matters that we now have our own dedicated podcast stream. Those of you listening via BMO's Intune, well, you can access this podcast going forward by searching BMO Equity Research Metal Matters and subscribing. And tell your friends. I mean, after all, who does not want to hear about the goings-on in the global metals and mining industry? If you have any questions, just get in touch directly and please join me again to discuss more pertinent issues next time round. That was Metal Matters, presented by BMO Capital Markets Equity Research. You can subscribe to Metal Matters on Apple Podcasts and other podcast providers or visit our website at researchglobalzero.bmocapitalmarkets.com to listen to more episodes, including our other podcast series, BMO Equity Research in Tune. If you have feedback or suggestions for upcoming podcasts, please do share it with me at colin.hamilton at bmo.com. To access our full disclosures, please visit researchglobalzero.com dot bmo capital forward slash public hyphen disclosure.